Hello, hello, friends. You are listening to another episode of the Black and Grownish podcast. I am your host, Ashley. With your lovely co-host, Loren. And today, you guys, we are going to suffer through remembering some dating disasters, some red flags, and how cringy dating can actually be. So grab a drink and let's get into it. always it is very important to check in so I will start with our check-in this week so since the last time that we spoke I've actually had like a pretty weird couple of weeks part okay. of it is part of it's my cycle a little bit of it's my cycle a lot of you've it's been, my cycle you've been crying a little bit this week. yeah I've been mm-hmm. crying a lot and re-watching the office so I haven't done anything to really help myself in that regard, Um, but I did restart Degrassi, so I've been watching that, Um, and I am revisiting what I used to watch like as a kid in Degrassi, realizing they have really terrible acting. I still was crying. I'm still crying, but they have really bad acting. Yeah, but you were crying because of the the characters, not the actors. It was the storyline. So what I'm hearing is, Excellent writing, poor execution. Poor execution. Like, I love Drake, you know, to an extent. You mean but Aubrey? He is, I'm so sorry. Oh, right, Aubrey Graham. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey Graham. Um, but he's he's a bad act, actor. He's not a good actor. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, why hasn't he done anything else, you know, since then? Mm. Because you suck. You're not good. You're not good at this. He's not good at dancing and he's not good at acting. So um, that's what I've been doing. I'm hoping the next time that we record, though, because I'm starting to get out of this funk. And again, my period is ending. So I think that's the issue. But I'm starting to get out of it. So I'm hoping that the next time I have some more positives in my life. But right now, (laughs) the main positive is, is that I can recite word for word, a couple of episodes from season three of The Office and Degrassi is getting me through the day right now. So how have you been? (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, I've had a lot less going on. As you know, I turned 31 on the 15th and I took Mm. 10 days off of work because I'm a grown woman and I can make my Mm. decisions. Mm. And that is a fact. So in conclusion, I've been doing a lot of drinking and I've been actually been doing a good amount of reading and I'm upset with you. I have a bone to pick on this check-in. You, mm. I need to know. Okay, I'm ready. I don't know if I'm going to apologize, but you go ahead and you let me know what the problem is. You got me involved with Sarah J. Mass, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm chapter 15 of the second book. Mind you, Ashley has read them all already, which is cool. Um, Yeah. But I'm, every time I get to another chapter, I get so mad. I'm like, look at me. It's I love her sand. Pamela is a bitch. She's such a good writer. She's that is a, a problem. Writer. She's too and good I of a think, writer. And I, will, I, I think I'll say this. Like, 
I've always found the hardest part of writing, because I've tried. I think every bookworm has tried at one point, right? If you can read, you think you can write. But I find my favorite part is like world building, like the descriptions Mm. that you get of like characters and just the world. It's my it's my favorite. And she does such a great job. So I can keep going on and on. She does. But let's, you know. (laughs) Well, just so that you guys know. It's a court of thorns and roses. There's like a whole, I can't even call it a series at this point. It's just, it's a library. It's a library of of books. But yeah, I devoured it. That book that you're reading right now, A Court of Mist and Fury, is the one that took me two days to read. And And I I was left raw and speechless (laughs) I think you took a break Uh, in between that one and the third one didn't you like you read something a little bit shorter or finished something I didn't read anything I ended up watching some tv for like a day and then I wanted to finish it because the way that it ends you'll see the way that it ends it's kind of impossible not to start kind of right away like you'll give yourself a break but you need to know what happened but the third book wasn't my favorite um so it was a little bit more, it was difficult for me to get through, but it, yeah. all in all, she did a very good job. Not all She's the books amazing. are good, thing, but she did a really She's good amazing. job. Yeah. Um, fairy point, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've been doing that. And then, um, like I said, this has really been my first week back at work. And I kind of did something that I said I was going to do in our New Year's resolutions. I actually took the time to plan my week this week, um, just for us to kind of keep up with what, you know, we're recording and what you're doing. And just to kind of give my ADHD brain some like organization where I can. So I did that, which is really great. And um, we're fostering a puppy until Sunday. And he's the cutest little thing. And really like, with all those days after work, I felt like a stay-at-home mom. So I Ooh. don't have so much going on. <laughs> like, this week has been surprisingly chill. Um, I've been getting sleep. Like, nice. God is good. Amen. He is so good. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Every time. <laughs> Every time. And every time. You'd be asking him questions. He'd be giving you signs, you know, and then you don't listen. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, okay. I'm done with you with the singing. Okay. Yeah, oh, let's not oh, do that ever again. Oh, let's sorry. never do that again. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much again for joining in with us. Today, we're going to talk about something completely different than what we talked about last time, and it's dating and the red flags and the differences between online dating and in-person dating. It, mm-hmm. Maybe people have preferences. Ashley, maybe. I know you you have a fiance and you, you and your partner are doing great. How did you guys meet? Yeah. And do you think if you would have met in like a different way, would the relationship have been different? Um. So me and my fiance are a little weird um, because our love story is more of like a Romeo and Juliet. We're like mm-hmm. Juliet is in a relationship and Juliet is a complete and utter slag. So that's my problem. I actually met her at work. Um, We were (laughs) on a business trip. (laughs) Oh my God. I met her on a business trip and I had zero business talking to her. I had zero business bothering with her, but you know, um, I believe that, you know, you meet people in the oddest of spaces. And unfortunately I met her and was just kind of like, I just, grew a fond attachment, a fond Mm -hmm. attachment. Um, So 
I'm happy now. I don't regret any of that, but you know, <laughs> it's a weird story. Um, but yeah, so we just met through work and it really was, she wasn't paying me any attention. I thought she was really cute. I wanted to hook up. It was really just supposed to be one of those one time scenarios okay. that turned into a four year relationship and a marriage proposal. So I think we wow. both kind of fucked up, but then, <laughs> but you know, I think but it's that weird Virgo energy. back to each other. We definitely did. I don't, we definitely did. We went yeah. through it. It was, it was fun. Um, but yeah, I think if we would have met in a different way, I think it would have been different, but I don't think that, I don't know if we would still be together right now. And I just say mm. that just because I feel like I was searching for something that I wasn't getting in a prior relationship and she wasn't really bothering with anyone. So I don't even mm. really know like if we would have met online or if I would have just met her through mutual friends that she yeah. would have even been interested in me or if I was even thinking straight, if I would have even been talking to her. Right. So I think everything happens for a reason. So I'm happy. But um, yeah, I don't I don't even know. What about you? How did you and Q meet? Yeah, so we met through one of my other best friends, Adra. They've known each other for like 15 years. And it was crazy because I had I had like been talking to someone for eight months prior to meeting her. And like that girl had like just dumped me, if you want to call it that. There were four. Okay. Okay, right. We don't fuck with her anymore. Um, so anyway, she had dumped me and I can tell you this, if like we would have been online, like if I would have had an account online or something and if she would have approached me, I would have totally ignored it. So mm. we met because I flew to Florida, Adra's daughter's my goddaughter, and I was there for I think a week or something like that. And I told Adra, I was like, girl, like I'm not trying to meet anybody. Like I just got done like messing with someone and I didn't think it would be fair to like it literally had been like two weeks. I didn't think it would be fair for me to like move on so quickly because I was like emotions. Like you, I just stopped talking to someone for eight months, two weeks yeah. ago. I don't want to just transfer that. Cause it's, I didn't think anything would come of it. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, yeah. So we met there. We laughed the entire first night we met. She asked if she could text me, you know, the next day. I was like, girl, oh. I mean, yeah. Number or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So that was in mm. December. And then um, that was December 6th, actually. And then the very next day, she actually drove back to where I was staying at Adria's house because she asked to hang out with me again. And I was like, you want me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you're obsessed with me. It's obsessed. Mm. Um, but then, you know, she just, we just kept talking like daily and it ended up being long distance. I do live in Texas and she was in Florida. And then, mm. um, she just her ass was consistent. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I've ever had anyone like put such, such effort forth and talking to me in the morning and like just checking yeah. on me throughout the day, just seeing how I'm doing. So, um, we ended up meeting up again in February and here we are two years later and a marriage proposal so right but I, right. I definitely I like online dating like me personally I think it's fine I feel like it is coming into a situation with really clear expectations which is something you don't mm. always get in real life you know what I mean like we're on a dating app there should be no mm. reason for you to be here 
if you are not looking for a relationship. So theoretically, mm. this is supposed to like cut out all of that. Oh, what are you doing, man? I'm chilling. You want to come over? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to cut all of that out. So I really love the concept. Like, I have had a relationship, um, I guess, a couple. The last girl before my fiancé now, um, the one that dumped me, I met her online. And that was kind of weird. (sighs) That was a little bit of a weird situation because we had met on one dating app. And then I moved to another app and we had matched on that first dating app. And then we matched again on the second dating app. So so it kind of feels kismet. That's how it felt. So it was like, we obviously keep getting matched for each other or whatever. Like, so yeah, we had matched on one app and then we, I was on another one and I don't think we really, I think we spoke had maybe one or two conversations and then was done. And then we met on another one. So we were like, okay, obviously we should meet up. So that one was a little confusing because it was a dating app and then a friend site. So it was mm. like, that kind of blurred the lines, but it was whatever. Like, I usually feel like when it comes to like online dating, I feel like you're getting so much up front that it's supposed to make things easier. So like, I tend to look for people that respond quickly. Like I tend to look at people that have like, not necessarily their whole profile filled out, but you can tell they kind of like took their time or something like that. Like, so you cared. So you were excited. So this is what you were looking for this. Right. You know, you know what I mean? And I feel like, yeah. especially when it comes to, like, the responding quick, it's like, it cuts out the whole awkward anxiety that comes behind a text because gorgeous, gorgeous girls <laughs> have social anxiety. And if Do you they? don't us back within 15, 20 minutes, you hate us and think oh we're ugly. God. So call that oh my dramatic. God. But if I wanted you to not reply to me or if I wanted the suspense, I'd hit you up on Instagram. You know what I mean? Okay. 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 So I want to dive into that. I want to dive into that because I don't want to tell you that you're wrong, but I just think, you know, there are two different types of gorgeous, gorgeous girls. So I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm probably a part of the problem. Whenever I've used online dating, my purpose really is to hook up. Like in all honesty, if they could find an app for like, you know, a lesbian that is meant just for hooking up kind of like how grinder is then i would go on to that but i primarily was using it to find new people to hook up with like i don't mind conversation you know what i mean i'm okay with talking to you and and you know if you want to talk on the phone a little bit that's okay like i i'm not I'm not anxious about that. I don't have a problem with it, but my See, I'm anxious anymore. about all of that. You want to call me? Why? Mm. We're texting. Like I'm ner- like my pits are sweaty. Remember in Superstar? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but like my my thought process is is that the end goal is that we're gonna hook up. Like that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to hook up. So you know, I'm the type of bitch that will fuck on the first date, and I'm okay with that, okay. and I know who I am. You know what I mean? And I'll also let you know, like, while we're sitting here, like, in your situation, when we're sitting here and we're, you know, we're meeting each other for the first time, my first question would have been, so what are you, what are you into? What are you about to do? What do you want to do? Because I don't want to just sit down here and watch TV and this baby with you. I don't want to do that. So, so what are you trying to do when Adria gets home? 
that's what I want to know. But, mm. but that's my problem. Cause I have, I've used online dating before and my last relationship prior to my current relationship, I had met her online. Did. I did. I met her online. Came out of the crevices of like some okay, Cupid. file folder. No, I'm saying right. like, I, I completely forgot. Like as soon as you said right. that, I was like, Oh my God, I remember the first date. Yeah, like I met her online and my main purpose was not a relationship. My main purpose was to hook up, but like she wanted a relationship and it was kind of like the same situation that we're talking about right now. One person was on this app for one thing, thinking that other people were on this app for that same thing. And I'm a waitress at Buffalo Wild Wings looking to get laid like that's really what it is and that was my problem but like I do like on online dating too I like it because I feel like it weeds out the weirdness you know what I mean like when you're texting people I feel like they don't hide as well as they do if I were to just be like okay well yeah let's hang out and get some drinks on Thursday night and this is the first time we're really having a real conversation If I can communicate with you and you can make me laugh, you can make me think like I'm looking for someone who is intellectual, who's funny, who can grasp my attention because unfortunately, as a as an individual, I lose interest very quickly. So I want someone going to keep me on my toes. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, what is going on? Like all of that other stuff. Like, I don't need to know your passions right up front, but I just need to know that you have some depth to you besides like, what's your favorite color in 21 questions? Like, are you a virgin ASL? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. ASL. Age, sex, location, lie, kids. You always lie. You lie about <laughs> right, always lie. Because I think too, like I don't think besides like my fiance now, I really can't think of the other times that I've met people the quote unquote tra- traditional way has been through work. Like that's where I met people is through work or through school. And so when I graduated from college, the only thing that I really have going on for me at this point is I work at Buffalo Wild Wings. So besides sleeping with the cooks, you know, for some free wings, I don't really have anything else going on. And that time that I was sleeping with Contrary to popular belief, servers do not get free food. And they are sticklers. They are not back there in the kitchen picking off your plate. I promise you. Shout out to D at Buffalo Wild Wings because he would always hook me up. And all I had to do was kiss him on the mouth. All I had to do was kiss him on the mouth sometimes and give him a ride back to his apartment and give him a little puss. It was easy. It was easy. Easy And see, here's here's how I feel. And again, the reason why I I like online dating. But also, I think it also depends on, again, like you said, the type of gorgeous, gorgeous girl you are. Now, so if someone's like, hey, look, I'm on this app. All I'm trying to do is fuck. I respect that. Like, but please, like, I want that to be the first message out the inbox. You trying, I'm trying to fuck. Mm. Oh, is that it? Absolutely. Cool. Like, I can, I can accept that for what it is and decide where I'm trying to move forward at that point Mm -hmm. because you were clear with your intent. But again, because obviously this type of gorgeous, gorgeous girl was looking for a relationship and obviously the wrong place (laughs) because all my online relationships have failed. And so, yeah, I guess as much good as there is, there's bad. And I will say, like, my my major red flag for online dating is just, like, 
oh, I don't really know what I'm looking for. I'm just, whatever happens, happens. I know exactly mm. what it means. And I always think that they're being honest and saying whatever happens, happens. Lauren, they're trying to fuck. That's it. Girl, <laughs> and that is the thing, because I feel that way too. Like my thought process is just tell me what you want. I just need to know what you want because I promise you for me, from me to you, I probably want the exact same thing. I, I will say prior to this relationship that I'm in right now, and it's crazy because me and Lisa have conversations about this all the time. I am not somebody who feels the need to commit myself to anyone. Like I would be that one auntie out in these streets, just, you know, I have a good, I'm not here for a long time. You know, I'm here for a good time and that's all it is. Um, but for me, I fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, found my soulmate in my 20s. And now I'm lost to the world. But at the end of the day, like, I'm okay. You just have to be honest. I don't like yeah. when people try to lie and make it seem like they're into something that they're really not. Don't tell me that you want a relationship and you're looking for a wife and you're looking for this, that, and the third. You're because you're not, bro. You're not. And you're and not. Again, that is okay. That is so with that being said let's let's really get into these red flags then let's get into these red flags so dating red flags so like i said i feel like dating online has helped me figure out people's issues before I get to meet them in person. And I can kind of figure out whether I want to like hang out with them or not mm. um, at all. So it was, so when I first started dating online, it was post-college. Okay. So okay. I'm looking at, I'm still living at my mom's house. You know, I, I can't really, you know, I can't host grinder language. Craigslist language. I can't host <laughs> or anything like that. Um, so, you know, I'm just looking for someone who can hang out with me downtown, like, you know, a good time. Like I said, I really like someone who has a sense of humor and who I can have a conversation with. So if you read, if you watch TV, like you watch good movies, like anything that we can really talk about, I want, you know, I, that is panties off. I'm all for it. You know what I mean? If the only thing that you can really talk to me about is like a pickup game of basketball that you played, like, I don't really want to talk about that. Let's mm. talk about something that makes some, some sense. Right. Um, but I, it. <laughs> it's not it. So like someone not communicating with me or like, say we talk a couple times on like a dating app and then you ghost me or whatever. Right. I don't have an issue with that. I'm okay because that just lets me know, okay, you're not interested in me. This wasn't it. Maybe I'm not your fancy, you know, because I'm okay with ghosting someone. I've ghosted plenty of times. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You're weird. You brought up Hitler when we were talking. I'm not talking to you. You're strange. You told me the That's Holocaust wrong. was the publicity stump in a, absolutely not. <laughs> You told me Helen Keller isn't real. I'm not talking to you. Goodbye. <laughs> you called you called the vaccine the jab. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> yeah, immediately. The jab. You're done. You're You're done. done. Immediately. No. So I just that that's my thing. If the conversation is dry, I don't want to hang out with you at all. It's just stupid because it's gonna be a complete waste of time. So fun fact, I, I was I would say I was like 22 and I had met this woman 
online and she was still so this was the first red flag i'm 22 she i think she was like 19 or 20 i had zero business talking to her that was my first situation i'm almost positive when i was online my age was 21 and older so that indicated to me that she had to have been lying because i really didn't want to not that i didn't feel like i could talk to somebody who was 19 or 20 but I want somebody who can have a drink when we're sitting down, okay. you know, at the bar or whatever. I don't want right. to be limited to where we can go at certain times because some of my favorite bars, they won't let you in if you're not 21 after like, you know, right. 9 p.m. So yeah. that that should have been my first red flag when we met at the Cheesecake Factory Damn. and she couldn't get a drink. <laughs> so, bitch. But my situation was was it and i noticed this when we were talking online but i ignored it mm. the entire time right my first mistake well it's actually my second because i should have oh. ignored i should have noticed the fact that you weren't 21. that's what i should have noticed um but the second thing was is that when she was talking to me online her main conversation was about her ex that was all she wanted to talk about she wanted to talk about how um, you know, she didn't want to talk to somebody who did X, Y, and Z because that's what her ex used to do. Well, me, yeah, I've been to King's Dominion. Me and my ex used to go there all the time. So I don't really frequent there anymore. Like, girl, shut up. But I ignored it. When I tell you, Lorraine, I sat at the Cheesecake Factory in Tyson's Corner for three hours, right, for three hours with a breathalyzer in my car, okay? with a breathalyzer in my car. You know how many times I had to blow in that breathalyzer on my way up there, on my way up there with a breathalyzer in my car. I'm sitting down in here for three hours listening to you talk about your ex and all the things that she used to do and all the things that used to annoy you about her and how she didn't even like Cheesecake Factory. So that's why you chose to come to the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. A mess, a that's mess. Weird. That's it's weird. weird right yeah i should have listened to the red flags essentially yeah. i should have listened to the red flags do you have you had any like red like what are your red flags actually what are yours yeah so i'm gonna piggyback off of that that ex-girlfriend one so i remember the girls dating before q i realized like towards the end of like those eight months like she was constantly bringing up like her ex or like mm. a friend of hers or someone, you know, so-and-so told me this. So, so I'm just like, mm. interesting. Is there something, <laughs> again, the communication is always the thing that annoys me the most, right? Say something, like say something, okay? Um, and then also um, the age thing. Now like, cause I did it too and I moved in with the bitch, remember? Mm. Oh my remember? God, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to revisit this, but we have to. We have to. We have to. So, like, I agree. And and I think it's so crazy because, like, at our big age right now, right, I look at, like, <sighs> 20, 21-year-old Loren is vastly different from 19, 20-year-old, like, or, or 18, 19-year-old Loren, right? Like, it's, yeah. like, four years or whatever, but it's, like, you really do go a lot, do a lot of growing. You go from being able to, well, used to be able to buy a cigarette. Now can I do <laughs> right. Like I can literally do whatever I want. I want. Mm -hmm. And that's, 
and that's like a whole different type of of freedom you know what I mean like I know we mentioned before like going to the bar and having a drink by yourself like I feel like turning 21 as turned up as it is like you also you add in a, a little bit of calmness right yeah the problem is you're still delusional at 21 and so, like you said, you, you ignore the red flags. I should have never moved yeah. in with her. I should have never moved in with the bitch that was dating her boss because she's already up to some shit. Girl. Her boss. So tell us about it. Dating or whatever. Like, okay. So she worked in inventory. So I was the manager at that <laughs> store at Linux, remember? Okay, and yeah. She had come in and she was the um, the person overseeing the inventory that we were doing. And I was like, oh, look at her these blue dress. She cute or whatever. <laughs> she was not. She was not. She looked like a baby. Or well, whatever. So long uh-huh. story short, like we chit chat a little bit or whatever. Um, and right before she gets ready to leave. And again, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Have anxiety. But this day, yeah. she pulled on her big girl panties and was like, Hey, like, do you have a girlfriend? Can I get your number? Ah! Maybe we should. I, I did actually. Oh, First mistake. Say. So here's the initial red flag. She looks at me, and then she looks at the girl, and then she looks at me, and she goes, "I'll be right back." And I'm like, "Okay." And then she's also like, "Give me your number. I'll text you." Red flag. Oh, no. Red flag. So that's <laughs> two. In the, in the first day that we're meeting. Mm. Okay. Mm. And then, so, like, we ended up talking or whatever, and it was cool. She lived super far or whatever. So long story short, we ended up moving in, and it was, like, all of those things that were not a big deal were suddenly a big deal. Like, it's like, yeah. you can't, but you can't even buy me a drink. Why are we? You like, can't. What we, like, what do we have to do to hang out? Like, to, how do we even get, you don't even like your crime documentaries. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Let me tell you what my red flag was for her. Okay. I came to come visit you for your, your what was it, 25, 25th yeah. birthday? Yeah, because yeah, we were like, 25 has never looked so fine. It's so crazy. It like showed up on my Snapchat memories. But either way, <laughs> um, I came to come visit you. And, you know, like, we're coming, I don't know. Like, she just wasn't. She doesn't she match your vibe. She yeah. she just didn't match your vibe. Like, this is not the person that I would imagine my best friend with. Because I don't want to spend time with you. I don't want to be around you. Like, she was weird. And so my thought process, too, was even though you're not 21, right? Like, mm-hmm. you could come with us. You could try and figure something out. To at least, you, went to the, you went to the aquarium. You know what I mean? Like, you and I went to the aquarium for your birthday, remember? Mm-hmm. We went to the aquarium. And then we also did go to like Midtown or whatever, but she didn't do any of those things. And even when we were around, you didn't do, even if you weren't going to come with us for the weekend, you didn't even do anything for her while I was there. Like, or when your birthday was going on, you mean to tell me that you're going to bring in a cake and talk about, okay, yeah, I'm doing something. Her birthday was five days ago. (laughs) Shut up. I hate you. I hate you. And you belong in a prison cell. She's gross. She's gross. But ugh, God! But yeah. you have to learn through those mistakes, right? You, do, you learn you through do. those mistakes. I will, I will tell you this: like that relationship taught me a few things. One, like I will no longer fight to be in somebody's life. If you don't want to mm. be here, you can go. Like I'm not, like I'm not in that kind of space right now where I can fight for. Like mm. I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna 
fight for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking 31, bitch. I got shit to do. But honestly, even at 26, 27, it's like, realistically, I've got shit to do. So realistically, yeah. And then also, I learned, you know, setting appropriate expectations. Like, I had a lot of expectations on that relationship that were unrealistic. Because I was she couldn't eat, she wasn't old enough and she was 19 when we met. I mean, <laughs> she wasn't old enough to meet your expectations. 18. It was dumb. It was dumb. It was the dumbest she thing. She wasn't I've ever old did. enough to meet your expectations. She wasn't even old enough. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even rent a car. Ew. So, uh, so I will say like yeah, and then she would always be on the phone with like the girl that she was sleeping with, like, I don't know. I just let a lot of shit slide there. I think mm. the red flags are often those things we see that we think we can fix. And like, yeah. if you find yourself looking at something and being like, I'm not gonna do that forever. Red flag. flag. <laughs> flag on the you can't change a person. You can't change a person. They've already been raised. So whatever the situation is that they, whatever they're doing, they're going to keep doing it. So it's not as simple as, okay, they fart around me and I don't like them farting, right? It's not as simple as that because that's something that somebody can change. A personality, a behavior is something that they are not going to be able to change. They're never going to change. And it's not even really fair for me to ask you to because listen, if I like it, you love it. Somebody is out there that likes something that is going on with you. I just don't like it. It's just not I, for me. Um, girl, so you actually on your Instagram, somebody, or I, I don't know, but you had posted something about like asking for money. I don't know where I had seen it. Part so two. I dated, right. Quick, quick, quick story. I dated a crackhead is what I'm saying in my head, but she I dated a crackhead. She lived in a, she Le- lived in a okay. actual trap house. <laughs> So let's just be, I'm going to be sensitive. (laughs) I'm going to be sensitive about it. She was a user. Um, But at the end of the day, she asked me for money. And I think I'd only, like, we had hooked up one time. And I'd met her at a bar. And she asked me for money. And I completely ignored the fact that, excuse me, you shouldn't be asking me for anything. I don't even know you. I don't know you. We had sex on a couch in a house that you don't even own. You don't even live here. So this you're is making homeless. you're actually homeless. Like this does not make any sense. So I will tell you that if anyone that I'm like talking to or dating, if I were to ever date again, were to ever ask me for money, my feelers are up. Because unless you're asking me to invest, I'm not really understanding what this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's scam likely is what it is. It's <laughs> not scam I need likely. To, and it's scam likely. Please go away. Right. Um, excuse me. It's I need minutes on my track phone. It's doing a lot for me that I'm not trying to deal with right now. And I know that someone will. I'm just not in the space to deal with it right now. Right. And I'm OK. Like you can have, yeah. Like you can have an Android. You can have your track phone. You can do all of those things. But I'm looking for ambition. This is somebody who couldn't even yeah. hold a job. because You are so hell bent on getting high that an eight hour shift is too much for you. I can't do that. That That is beyond me. Girl, seriously, these are the things that I was going through. Like worked at Taco Bell for all of two weeks before she ended up getting fired for stealing. I, you're a thief. You are a crackhead. 
<laughs> legitimately and i'm not like literally so sorry to anyone who suffers with any of these afflictions but at the end of the day she was a little bit too far as like outside of i just you know i'm going through something i have a disease like i just can't help it right. she would steal from me i could not bring my pants into her like literally i'd have to empty my pocket and lock my car door before I went in there because anything that I had of any type of value, when I left, it was gone. It wasn't in my pockets anymore. And I was a waitress. So literally the first thing she would do was go through my little, you know, the little waitress book. Yeah. It was a mess. I will never deal with that again, ever. Call it toxic independence. I can't deal with that. You're you're insane. You're insane. I don't, it was, we live and we learn. And when you know better, you do better. <laughs> you do better. <laughs> when you know better, you do better. And that's all we need to know. You know what I mean? We know yeah. what the red flags are. We can see them. We're 30, flirty, and thriving. Mm -hmm. And that'll yeah. never be a situation for us again. You know Not what I mean? More. I've got a Lisa whole can more ask me. I don't have time to ask you questions. <laughs> Right. Lisa can ask me for money, but it better be for something good. You better not ask me for money because you wasted all yours at the casino because you've lost your mind. <laughs> you was at the casino, huh? Oh, is that what you were doing? Is that what you <laughs> Did you get lucky? <laughs> well, you're about to get real unlucky. You better sit down because I'm not giving you nothing. <laughs> Girl. So right they're always there. They are always, always there, and I'm just glad I don't have to look for them anymore <laughs> because I was not cut out for the dating life. I, I got, I got a big heart, and I'm sensitive. <laughs> I cry. No, that's okay, it. girl, don't we all? I cry. I'm not gonna do this. So, <sighs> so overall, with all the red flags, all the all the past lessons, here's advice. 20, 21-year-old me. Trust your instinct. These bitches be out here lying. They're all lying. Do not let them mm. gaslight you. They're out here talking to other bitches, and they want you to think that you're crazy, and you're not. Fuck them. Mm. <laughs> mm. Girl, you was, you was going through it. You was going through it in your 20s, huh? Mm. Oh, my gosh. So my advice to my younger self <laughs> would be a little less aggressive. Um, but I feel like essentially, I think I needed to ask more questions. You need to ask more questions because you are going to find yourself allowing a homeless person into your home with all of your valuables because you don't ask enough questions. So you need to ask some questions and don't be afraid to hurt someone's feelings. At the end of the day, if they're not right for you, they might be right for somebody else. And you need to let that person go on to their next space. This ain't the space for you. I got other things going on. So that would be my lesson to, to me. So glad, <laughs> yeah, so glad we grew up. Girl, too many things. God. Could you God. imagine, like, no, because I would have never done it. I would have, I would have. To go back. 30, I couldn't go back. To go back 10 years from now with the same knowledge, nah. I'd end up just in a platonic relationship with like a friend. That's what I would end up doing. Like, <laughs> like let's raise our kids together. Yes, let's raise our kids together. We're best friends. We love each other. Let's just raise our kids together and we'll handle things 
together. This makes more sense. I would trust a friend to share my money with over a lot of the partners that I've had in the past. So yeah. Yeah. Little girl, Ashley Nicole, just find a friend. Find a friend. <laughs> a lifetime friend. <laughs> yes. And there you have it, friends. You have listened to yet another episode of the Black and Grownish podcast. Be sure to follow us at Black and Grownish on Instagram. That way you will never miss out on any updates about new episodes that we have coming out every other Thursday. Lauren and I also want to make sure that we take a moment to let you guys know that we know you could be doing anything else with your time and listening to anything else, but you've chosen to support our little podcast and we genuinely appreciate it. So with that being said, you guys have an amazing weekend and we will see you every other Thursday right here on Spotify and Anchor.